Welcome to Kick Some ADHD, the podcast for professionals and business owners who struggle to stay focused and get the important stuff done. We'll help you understand how to maximize the unique advantages that come with ADHD and learn ways to keep the struggles and negative impacts at bay. Now, here are your hosts, ADHD coach for professionals, Dana Rayburn, and digital marketing strategist, David Johnson. All right, Dana, I've been looking forward to this since last time. <laughs> Me too, David. Me too. It's time for us to kick some ADHD. And today we want to digest some new information. Yes. You know, I have that feeling, that warm feeling in my gut that this is just going to be a good episode. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to make a pun with intestinal, but it's not working. Yeah, you're, you're in intentionally... That's just alliterative. Never mind. It doesn't. That doesn't really work. There is sort of a pun in our title, though, and so it'll be yes. fun to see if anyone really gets that one. Yes. If anybody gets the pun in our title, let David know because I don't respond to Twitter. <laughs> yeah, you can tweet us. <laughs> you can tweet David. <laughs> we have had some fun stuff on Twitter lately. That's been fun. So yeah, there you know, has been a couple there weeks ago. Been. Good stuff. Okay. Well, anyway, so so Dana, this is one of these topics that. When you first brought this up to me, I was like, there is no way that the things that, you know, go on in my gut have anything to do with me, you know, not being able to focus. <laughs> when did I first bring that up to you, David? Coaching. Okay. No, okay. it was a while back. And, and actually, I did some research on it. And I've got some fun research that I think will be interesting to talk about, too. But it's... It's such a fascinating idea how the things work. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. I I I don't remember why I started teaching this module to the Success Club. It's been a few years now. And I can't remember what got me into it, but when I started researching it, it was like oh my gosh, holy stomach lining Batman. You know, <laughs> what is look at what's going on here. We cannot yeah. ignore our gut if we want to live easier with ADHD. It's true. And you and I were talking about this previously because there's the research on this. There's so much research going on, but little of it actually speaks directly to ADHD. A lot of the research that, that, um, that at least that I've been working with myself deals more with topics like depression and, and stuff. Yeah, and anxiety. And the way I look at it is that if you're talking about depression and anxiety, ADHD is not far behind because many, many people with attention deficit also have coexisting anxiety and depression. And, you know, that's Truly. a whole nother topic. And I have a feeling we've discussed it before. Uh, however, you, I just think you've got to look at it all. You and, do. And go ahead. I was going to say, in, in any time you start looking at the ways in which we are currently treating depression and anxiety, we're always dealing with neurotransmitters. We're yes. dealing with brain chemistry, and those are the areas that we deal with with ADHD, right. unquestionably. Right. It's it's all a brain thing. It is all a brain thing. And I've done some more recent research a little bit, and there there is starting to be a more of a body of research about ADHD and gut health. Yeah. Um, so it's it's starting to come out, and I have a feeling it's it's not too far behind. Yeah, 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 exactly. And it's all it's all so interestingly connected. 
And I, one of the things that I learned a while back is that, is that the, 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 the gut so much of like, even the neurotransmitters are, are made not in the brain, right? <laughs> you know, they're, they're made, made in the gut. They're made. Yeah. And so how do they get to the brain? I always just assumed that they went through the, the bloodstream, but we have a blood brain barrier. Yeah, we do. Which means stuff can't get through to our brain unless it's special. Yeah. And also we have a pathway from the gut to the brain that we're going to talk about, which is kind of an interesting one. Yeah. And that's the one David is the expert on. So I'm going well, to be learning. Well, yeah, as far as as expert as we are the two of here us. on the Kicks of ADHD <laughs> yeah. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, David's the, the one that's going to lead us on the discussions of that. Um, but David, there was a reason that I wanted to talk about this today is mm-hmm. I know yeah, I talked to so many people throughout the week and weeks. A lot of people are struggling with COVID, with and winter is starting to fold and go on its way, but still, you know, life is tough right now. There's a lot of stuff going on, and a lot of people are struggling. They're struggling emotionally. They're feeling alone. They're feeling frustrated. I was feeling that way, and um, I realized on that journey of, man, what in the heck is going on is that I had ne- been ignoring and neglecting my gut health. And the minute I brought that back into my picture of how I'm taking care of my brain and my life, my attitude changed, my mood changed, and everything started to get better. And I I just realized we need to be spreading the word on this more. It's more than an ADHD issue. It's an important ADHD issue, I believe. However, it is something that when the world is a tough place to be, as it is right now for a lot of us, we need to we need to sound the drums or horns or whatever it is you sound about gut health and the brain. We do. And, you know, especially during, you know, this pandemic, because with lockdown, I was talking with someone earlier today who discovered last week he's got ADHD and, you know, late 40s, early 50s, uh, functioning well, all that sort of stuff. But his symptoms have gotten so bad in the last year. And one of the things he noticed was that he started drinking a lot more coffee on lockdown. And so we were talking about the need for stimulation, but that's, it's not just ADHD symptoms, but so many people dealing with, with depression in ways we're not getting out. We're not doing, we don't have the stimulation. We don't have the sunshine, the vitamin D, all the things. So when we're talking about depression and gut health, this really matters for all of us, ADHD or not. But I, but I think the tie-in is really, really important for us with, with ADHD. Yeah, it is. It is. So. That is why we're talking about this today. Okay, you ready to get into some info, David Johnson? I'm going to digest it as much as I can. You already used that one, but I'm running out of puns. (laughs) We should have had a pun planning meeting before we started. That That would have been punny. Yeah. All right. So the first, let's run through some definitions first. So because not everybody may be as versed in some in some of this all right so what is your gut what do we mean when we say your gut it doesn't just mean your stomach what we're when we're talking about your gut we're talking about the entire digestive tract mouth esophagus stomach large and small intestines so you can think of it i love the way dr charles parker describes it he says from your mouth to yourself so all the way through you know you eat something and it comes out the other end and all that pathway is your gut yeah and it's 
referred to as the second brain. I'm I'm jumping around, but you like you are the jumping second, around. Don't isn't that interesting? Did you have that in your notes? I didn't look. Yeah, I didn't see that. You did. Oh, okay, I, oh, I do, oh, oh, I don't have it in those notes. No, I did. And then oh, I good. Took see, it out. I totally read your notes. I I, I read it. Yeah. No, I didn't. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So the gut is is nicknamed the second brain. You know, the the term gut reaction explains what our second brain does. It guides our feelings and our moods, certain behaviors, reactions. Um, so if you experience any cognitive problems, challenges, ADHD, depression, OCD, anxiety, all of that kind of stuff, you probably need to consider how what's going on in your gut influences your second brain influences your first brain, that mushy gray matter between your ears. Yeah, and, and you, you think about anxiety, like even acute anxiety, like I'm going to go out on stage to present and I have butterflies in my stomach, right? That's, we have so many nerves in the gut that the connection between the nerves there and our main central nervous system in the brain, that's that's a huge, huge piece. So it's not just that our bodies decide to make us feel butterflies down there it's literally connected at this at this subconscious level that we're we're doing brain-like things in our guts yeah. which is just fascinating it stuff. is fascinating i mean have you ever noticed i know when i get uh really nervous about something my breathing gets all weird oh, you can't breathe yeah yeah yeah, and you, you, you know, we can actually talk about breathing later, but the I, I've been finding myself, I have to remind myself to breathe. Like I, somewhere I just stopped. I started holding my breath for some dumb reason, and especially if I'm anxious, you know. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's the gut, the entire digestive tract, mouth to south. Then um, microbiome is the next definition we're going to be looking at. And so the microbiome, is these are the microorganisms in in your body or part of your body so we depend on a whole bunch of micro microbes to stay alive yeah and your microbiome protects us against germs it breaks down food to release energy and it produces vitamins and it produces neurotransmitters and it does all this good stuff that makes our brains work better yeah, and we need certain critters. Yeah. Like this is the gut flora, so to speak, that you know, you've heard people talk about. And there are certain things we really do need down there. Yeah. Yeah. And bacteria is the next thing we want to talk about because there's good bacteria and bad bacteria, and we need good bacteria. Yeah. So and when we, we get both. And you know, you know, E. coli, hello. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, we all have yeah, some of it. We don't yeah. want to have an out of balance of bad bacteria and good bacteria. And I, you know, I know if you know if you're a scientist person, remember this is high level, all right? But yeah, yeah, but, we're not yeah. being scientists. Yeah, we're yeah. not being scientists. But yeah, there is bacteria that leads to infections and all of that stuff and illness. But there's also good bacteria that that live in our gut that's essential for good health. So we need yeah. both, and we need to remember that viruses and bacteria are different things, Truly. right? <laughs> so people do things they think that are going to help, like, cure a cold, and it's really just killing off bacteria, which will not cure a cold. COVID-19 is a virus. It is not bacterial. It is a virus, 
And if you were to ask a scientist or a doctor, they would tell you that an antibiotic, for example, is not something you use to treat a virus. Right. And people yes. say, oh, I have a cold or my kid has a cold. So I am going to go to the doctor and get an antibiotic, which is just shooting you in the foot. Yeah. And in the gut. And as, it's, as it there you go. Oh, David, you're so <laughs> darn smart. Maybe we should team up and do a podcast. Hey, um, that would be fun. Let's try that. Yeah. <laughs> let's try that. Yeah. That's no, you're shooting yourself in the gut because because when you're when you are doing things to kill the bacteria, the good and bad bacteria, if you're that if when you're doing that, you're killing the bad stuff, you're killing the good stuff, and then it makes your gut go out of balance. So it's antibiotics really that you're taking when you don't need to be taking them, yeah. That's not your friend. It's bad for your gut. Using antibacterial soaps. Oh, my gosh. Antibacterial cleansers in your kitchen. Oh, my gosh. Just stop it. I agree. And then when my daughter was born, there was this, you know, bunch of anti, you know, bacterial <sighs> things started to show up in the house. And I was like, no. In we, fact, let's go let her play in the dirt, you yeah, know, <laughs> because yeah. you need to get exposed to all of that stuff. And, and, and you build your resistance to it and all that, rather than try to kill it all. And now, of course, you know, if you're spreading viruses, that's different, but you're yes. in your kitchen. Forget it. You're not, you're there with your people in your house. You're not spreading the virus that way. Yes. Uh, yes. And my, my, some my of opinion. the sickest people I know are the cleanest, they're thinking they're the cleanest people. And, and I, and I've always believed that, uh, you know, a little, a few germs are good for you. They just It's are. true. Yeah. It's true. That, yeah. And there's some science about that. Anyway, so, okay. So that's the bacteria. And then the, the last two definitions are probiotics and prebiotics. Pro versus pre. The probiotics are the good microorganisms that live in the gut to keep it healthy. The prebiotics are the undigested fiber in the intestinal tract that the probiotics eat. Okay, so. Love it. Probiotics, back, good bacteria, prebiotics, food for the probiotics, for the bacteria. Keep, keep, those, keep those probiotics alive. You got to keep them healthy. You got to keep them fed. Yep. And you got to keep them happy. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, yeah. so those are my definitions, David. Anything to add to that? I, I would like to add the vagus nerve, and this oh, is please. not this is not a gamble. Okay, you're not rolling the dice on this thing. This you is v a v a g u s. The vagus nerve is this such a it's such a fascinating nerve. It's part of a system they call the the brain gut axis, and it's actually. Uh, it's fascinating because it runs from the brain. It's it's called the tenth cranial nerve. If you're interested in the neuro nerd stuff, but it goes from the brainstem, where you know the the sort of like lizard brain area, the old mm -hmm. old old parts of the brain, down through your neck into the thorax, all the way down into your abdomen. It's known as the wanderer nerve because it's so long and meandering. The wanderer so, nerve. Oh, that's yep. cute. And it actually helps move. The neurotransmitters and other things from the gut directly into the brain. And I did not know this until about a year ago. I was reading about Alzheimer's and how the there's a protein, blah, blah, blah. And there's a protein Alzheimer's gut health link that's that's that the science is starting to work on. It's early. But anyway, it, what I found out is that the, that the stuff is actually just made in the gut and goes right up into the brain through the vagus nerve i always thought the, the nerves only conducted electricity and information signals and stuff had no idea that it's that it's much more complex than that wow so it's like a metro line yeah for yeah. neurotransmitters and stuff 
Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, so fascinating. And one of the things that we'll get to later is when your vagus nerve is in bad shape, which you can actually get bad vagal tone, (gasps) depression, shutdown, anxiety, all of those things happen. And also when you're also when you're like in a good stimulated state, like an aroused state, not you know, just arousal, like awake it's, and alert. Yeah, and, stimulated, and, and interesting, not... We're, we're not, we're not having oh, an adult not conversation Not the E here. aroused. Yeah. yeah, yeah, not that one. Um, your, your, your vagus nerve is actually activated in a different way. So there are states that the vagus nerve can be in. And when we have long-term stress, the vagus nerve actually causes our bodies to go into a shutdown mode. And, it's, and we feel it. We know it when it happens. So it's just an interesting part of the whole system. Wow, that is fascinating. That is Isn't just it? fascinating. Okay. So that's my one definition, the vagus that, nerve. Yeah, the vagus nerve. We're just throw the dice on that one. <laughs> All right. Oh, crap. So. Okay. <laughs> You're on a roll. Um, oh. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> oh. So where were we? Where were we? Well, we finished our definitions. So, and I, we we already talked a little bit about why we care about the gut. And look at that—you did have second brain in your notes. No, I because of the I mood and feelings and behaviors and things. I thought that I did. Okay, so. but we talked about neurotransmitters a little bit already. But I don't think—I I mean, look, can we make that like the super clear point? Because yeah. we know ADHD is affected by the neurotransmitters. Yeah. But so, okay, wow. so we care about the neurotransmitters because if you care about ADHD, you care about neurotransmitters. If you care about depression, you anxiety you care about neurotransmitters adhd is a brain-based condition adhd does not happen just because you're lazy or lame or a failure or whatever it begins and ends in your brain and that means we care about the neurotransmitters so if the neurotransmitters are created in our gut and go on our little metro line through the vagus nerve up to our brain if we don't have the neurotransmitters in our brain that we need, our brain's not going to work. And ADHD is believed to be, it's it's, um, a lack of dopamine in the brain or your brain isn't able to use the dopamine that's there. That's what the stimulant ADHD medication does. Depression is a lack of serotonin. And you know what? 90% of serotonin is made in your digestive tract, in your gut. Yeah. 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 And if you think about dopamine and, and, and serotonin as the two primary neurotransmitters that we're concerned about here, because, because they both are involved in ADHD, although primarily dopamine, we have a real need to make sure that these neurotransmitters are in good shape, being manufactured properly and getting where they need to go. Exactly. And, and so, yeah, the gut is, is, the, is the key to making that stuff happen. Exactly. And um, there are other neurotransmitters involved with ADHD. I just want to yep. make sure, you know, there's neuropronephrine, there's adrenaline, there, you know, there's stuff going, other stuff going on. But I think it's just make it simple and look at the serotonin and look at the dopamine. And, and if you think about norepinephrine, adre- adrenaline, the adrenal glands are located where? Oh, yeah. We, so, like, all of this stuff is made, I mean, you, we make parts of our norepinephrine in the gut as well. So it travels through some of the same mechanisms. One of the things that I found interesting was that there is some, some evidence from studying animals that when you look at how the vagus nerve works, 
and how it's involved in this translation of stuff between the gut and the brain that the vagus nerve itself and gut microorganisms play a huge role in behavior and your brain health so like there's strong science to back up the idea so it's not just the gut health itself but also how the the vagus nerve interacts plays plays a big role so so it helps us to know about this and what we can do and also people who are dealing with treatment resistant depression one of the mechanisms that's being studied involves actually stimulating the vagus nerve directly with electricity so they they actually literally stimulate it to activate it and you can activate it with your gut biome microbiomes as well the microorganisms in the gut can help activate the vagus nerve so it's kind of an interesting thing to to look at and there's a lot of science that we can't get into like you said this is high level but that's that's kind of a fun uh thing to know okay so if we're so question david so if we're we're about to talk about what do you need to do to maintain a healthy gut. And and then from what I'm hearing you say, there are things on top of that to help the vagus nerve work better as well. Yeah, that's correct. And there's, there are interesting um, techniques that are used to, you know, shape and, and improve the, 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 the tone of the vagus nerve. So that gets to be pretty fascinating stuff as well. Wow. So when your mother says, I don't like your tone... Yeah. Or you're getting on my nerves. Yeah. <laughs> it's literal. It's literal. It is. It is. Yeah. It, wow. it's, it, it actually is literal. It's amazing. <laughs> wow. All right. So when we talk about maintaining a healthy gut, do you want to let's talk about the gut stuff first and then we'll do vagus nerve yeah. stuff? Okay. Yeah. Well, because actually the, the number one thing you should do to improve your vagus nerve function. Oh, probiotics and prebiotics. Okay. Gut health. Okay. So here's what happens. Over time, the balance of good and bad bacteria in the gut can shift. The good bacteria can get killed off from things like a poor diet, antibiotic overdose, chronic stress, antibacterial soaps and cleaners, da-da-da-da. So if you're killing off the bad bacteria, you're killing off the good bacteria as well. And if you're not doing things to help the bacteria, the good bacteria in your microbiome, you're planting them and helping them grow and doing all of that stuff. It's just your gut's going to be out of balance. And when your gut gets out of balance, there's nothing to ride that vagus nerve up to your brain. Yeah. And it's not good. Right. Right. (laughs) And so, oh, yeah, you're going to talk about like the things that you should use to supply this, right? Right. Right. Yeah. So the thing that just lit me up when I started reading about this and studying this was a lot of the shoulds were told that we should do, you need to eat well, you need to sleep, you need to exercise, da, 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 da. The things that I'm always harping on about ADHD, oh, guess what? The real reason we do this stuff is because it helps your gut. Yeah. It helps your it's gut. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah, like fiber is one of those things that I tended to avoid in my diet. Had no idea yeah. its importance for this. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So how do you what What does your gut need? Oh, well, it needs a supply of the the probiotics. 
How do you get those? Those are, you get them in probiotic supplements, good quality ones, you know, have been treated well, some need to be refrigerated, some don't, but taking a variety, your, your microbiome needs a variety of probiotics. Yeah. And yeah, so what I did about starting about a month ago when I was really starting to struggle six weeks ago is I said, okay, Dana, oh, look at you. You are getting absolutely no probiotics at all. I'd stop taking my probiotic supplements. I'd stop eating fermented foods because with COVID, I used to make sauerkraut with COVID. I was just going to bring up sauerkraut. It's yeah. such a great fermented I, food. Yeah, yeah. And that's one of my, I just, that's one of my weird little hobbies is making sauerkraut. But with COVID, I couldn't, it wasn't comfortable going to the farmer's market to buy the good organic, you know, fresh cabbage, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, right. so I stopped doing that. Um, I was not really drinking kombucha anymore, you know, yogurt. It just wasn't providing the gut, the um, probiotics to my stomach. So, yeah. All I said was, okay, Dana, you are going to get three sources of probiotics a day. That's your goal. Three. Three. Wow. And now I've three decreased it. I now I've decreased it to two. Man, and I need to get to one a day, Dana. I don't think I'm doing well on this one at all. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So so it's a probiotic supplement in the morning and then I'll have a glass of kombucha it's like my before the whiskey drink. Yeah, and, do you and, drink the stuff that's actually got alcohol still in it or the stuff that's kind of non alcoholic? It's, it, I think most of it has alcohol, but it's really a low, low level. It's not, it's not alcoholic one. It's either, I think there's. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Cause there's some you can buy from the liquor store. That's got no, like almost as no, much as it's beer. From, yeah. It's from the health okay, yeah, store. Okay. Yeah. No. Just checking. Uh, you just know. Check. I, I mean, wow. you're fixing that with a whiskey, so <laughs> you're good. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so, and, and then during the day, you know, I'll have pickles or I'll have some yogurt. I'll have some whatever. All right. So it's so just getting those probiotics in your system. Good deal. Yeah. And then we got to make sure that our probiotics have healthy food to eat. So that's the fiber. Yeah. You know, that's this the, was the thing. I That was a connection I just didn't make. Yeah. So that's <laughs> the, the leafy green vegetables and the whole grain, whole grains. And that's the, you know, the, the prebiotics, the garlic and the onions and the kale and the all of that good stuff, the fruits. So if you just eat a basic healthy diet, you're going to be feeding your probiotics. They will have yeah. things to eat. Isn't that good? Yep. That is so good. And and of course, you also want to not do the things that kill the bacteria. <laughs> so yeah. We are, we already talked about the soaps and the and the cleaners and the antibiotics. Yeah, but and but things like um the high fructose corn syrups, the artificial sweeteners, the too much sugar, the the um, simple carbohydrates, the junk food, the processed foods, the chemical-y stuff, all of that stuff, that's that's not giving your probiotics anything to eat. And you know, the first time I, I started looking for high fructose corn syrup in the grocery store, it's shocking. It is in How many everything. things it's in. Oh it's my. in every, like things it shouldn't be in. Like this yeah. is a salty food. This should not have, nope, it's got high fructose corn. Oh, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, it's fascinating. So I've cut a lot of that stuff out. Yeah. And we've started just shopping at stores that really don't even have anything with high fructose corn yeah, syrup. Exactly. If it right, does, yeah. they have a big sign that says this contains high fructose corn syrup. Warning, um, HFCS. Yeah. 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 So, you know, what's fascinating too then is as you look at how this stuff affects brain health and how the probiotic effects are measured there was an interesting study that looked at mice and it and it looked at how that if you feed them a probiotic 
it would reduce the amount of stress hormone in the mice's blood. So literally shifted the hormonal balance of stress hormone in the mice if you gave them probiotics. But guess what happened when they cut the vagus nerve of the mice? What? The probiotic had no effect whatsoever. Wow. So you So the vagus nerve is clearly involved in the mechanism that causes the all this good stuff that we're talking about for gut health to affect us. And so, Dana, can I mention like a couple things yeah, that you I can do? Yeah, I want to know. I want to know about how do we help our vagus nerve. So, you mentioned probiotics and prebiotics number 1. The second thing you can do is deep breathing. Because, especially if you're using deep belly breathing, so you breathe way in super deep and then you exhale in a a longer, much longer time period than your inhale, right? So you breathe in, you know, the old thing where you breathe in through your nose as full as you can, you expand all that stuff and then you slowly exhale. Mm -hmm. It is, it is, and it has an immediate impact on the vagus nerve and it can absolutely cause the stressed and overdone and over aroused or negatively aroused vagus nerve to relax and it releases tension in the vagus nerve. So that is why they say when you're stressed, take a deep breath, take a deep breath and, and take several, like, you know, hold it, breathe it in, hold it for like four seconds and breathe it out. Yeah. Another thing, Dana, that you can do, you're going to love this one. Sing. Yay. If you gargle or sing, you actually are mechanically stimulating the nerve fibers at the back of the throat that it, you're actually bumping up against the vagus nerve and it sti- literally stimulates it. You're, you're actually, it's like a massage almost for that's your vagus crazy. nerve. Isn't it? So, so you know why, why you sing that's... and it improves your mood? Yeah. Wow. Right. It's not just the music and all the memories and the fun things and the things that go along with it. You're literally activating the vagus nerve when you gargle or sing or chant, you know, like a lot of meditation practices will involve a chant that, um, and you're actually vibrating the vagus nerve. So, um, you can get craniosacral therapy. So that's another thing you can do. Um, Certain meditation practices will also have a demonstrated scientific studied effect on vagus nerve tone. So when you are meditating, Dana, you're actually doing some some good stuff for your vagus nerve. So those so, are a few things that you can do. Yeah. You know, David, this is just all so crazy. It's just crazy because, they, I mean, they say, well, now, you know, the new frontier of ADHD is meditation. Well, it, it helps us learn to focus and we wander off track and refocus again, but it's also stimulating the vagus nerve. It's, it's fascinating right. because it, it, it seems mystical. Oh, meditating. It's just going to, oh, it's somehow going to, hmm, you know, magically do some things in your mind. Yeah, it does. But it also has a physiological response that causes you to feel better. Yeah, yeah, and 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 your dopamine and your serotonin will be better in balance. Dang, this is also interesting. So the visual I'm getting is we've got our little metro line that goes from our gut to our brain, and we want to make sure there's lots of good food trucks around that for the the good bacteria to eat healthy foods before it gets on the train. And then we want to make sure that the train runs well on the tracks. So we don't want it to be like a metro in Washington, D.C. or New York City, which is always breaking down. I, I'm getting exactly. crazy here, aren't I? No, we you're going, to you're, be I like it. Probably in, I would say, in Japan or, or Singapore or someplace, they have 
so where it works really well. Yeah. Or like a Norwegian metro line. Singapore was great. I mean, I've I've not been to Norway, but Singapore, man, it was fantastic. Okay, there you yeah. go. And and like so, it. yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. And then also think about this, you know, you think about the impact of gut health on and 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 vagus nerve tone, frankly, on immune response. So like oh, if yeah. you're sick, right? Um and when there are there are even hypnotherapy techniques that are used that specifically target like irritable bowel syndrome and some of the things that happen in the gut. And guess what? They help with mood and anxiety. They help with your immune system. They help with your ability to focus and get things done. So fascinating, fascinating stuff. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And again, a lot of the study of the vagus nerve has really focused on depression so uh, what I'm going to be interested in is to see how this plays out as we get more data about ADHD mm-hmm. specifically. Um, and I look forward to sharing that with our listeners when we have more to talk about with, with, with respect to that, because there's all kind of science still being done. Yeah. Studies and things. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, David. That's fascinating. Oh, I learned wow. something new today, and I'm so excited. Um, I, this That's how I feel every time we record an episode, Dana. So, you, you know, you're welcome. <laughs> and thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. All right. So, dearest, dearest listeners, so here's what we need you to do. Not need you. What we encourage you to do is stop thinking about eating well and exercising and doing all that stuff just because I have to. You are... You're helping your gut work better and you're helping your vagus nerve metro system work better so those neurotransmitters can go from your gut to your brain and your brain will be happier and more focused and you will be able to be happier and more focused as well. And all those are just wonderful things. Life will be easier. You'll feel better and have a better existence. Yeah, because when you can get your brain to help you, your ADHD stops being such a barrier. Then you're able to do the things to figure out the systems, the habits, the stuff you need to do to make living with ADHD easier. You know, all the things that we talk about in the ADHD Success Club and and setting up the systems and stuff. And David, that leads me to thinking about next week, we're talking about another really important topic. A system is your sleep. Yes. Yeah. I like this. We've been talking about these personal systems and these things, and they, they make such a difference. They so do. I, I, I'm looking forward to talking about sleep. Hey, if you are listening today and you want to share your thoughts, opinions, snide remarks, comments, whatever about today's episode, this is episode 43. So you can find it online at kicksomeadhd.com slash 043. And tell us what your gut is telling you. Yeah, what's your gut instinct about this? And um, and dear Twitterers, tweeters, if you if you have new business ideas for us, I, we need you to help take those over because assigning more tasks to David and to me is just not going to get it done. Daniel, we might have to work with you on that mug idea. In other words, so <laughs> well, I don't know. Like so it. he started like at the it. beginning. Dana, I have no idea how long it'll take him to hear that comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <'Cause he's> <laughs> He's got a lot of listening to do, but when he when he when he, when he hears it, I hope I hope we hear from you about yeah. that. All right. But anyway, yeah, good stuff. Thank you, Dana. And also, I want you as a listener to really seriously consider what it would be like to have Dana in your corner every single week. And that's what the Success Club is all about. So it's DanaRayburn.com. D-A-N-A-R-A-Y-B-U-R-N.com. Check it out. Download some stuff. Sign up for the things and do it. You're going to thank me. Thank you. 
Thank you. All right, David. Bye, everybody. Have a great week and go out and kick yourself some ADHD. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Kick Some ADHD with Dana Rayburn and David Johnson. Did you find this helpful? Please share it with everyone you know who, squirrel, uh, um, has ADHD or might, and leave a rating and a review in your podcast app. It helps other people find us. For more help with ADHD, including information on Dana's ADHD Success Club and episodes of Kick Some ADHD you've missed, go to kicksomeadhd.com.